there's a uh, famous joke. I'm sure you probably all know it, but there's a there's an old Talmud He's nifter and he goes up to Shemayim and the Malachi Asharis, they enter him into the gates of Shemayim and they start bring him into this based in Shemayla. They start donning up everything he ever said, the intensity of his learning, his brachas, his kavana, his maizah, everything. And, you know, he thought he lived a righteous life, but they're really pointing out every flaw and it's really not, not looking so good for him. And in, that, in those moments, he sees that there's, uh, at the same time that he passed away, there was a secular Israeli bus driver, a guy named Shimon. He also gets escorted up, and the Malachim see it, Ah, Shimon, bochi, bochi, tichanes, go in. No questions, no, no court trials, just let him into Gan Eden. So Chacham looks at this, this Malachim, he says, what? How is, uh, is that no fair? How is, how is that fair? I have my whole life, you know, he's like, I'm tired of my arm, you're giving me such a hard time. And by this bus driver, you're just letting him into Shemayim with no questions? So look, Rabbi, honestly, when you were giving shear, everyone fell asleep. When he was driving his bus, everyone was on, was on the ed- edge of their seats praying. You know, so he, he, had, he was, uh, you know, in this ira, you know, a certain, uh, a certain kiddush name Shemayim that you, were, you weren't able to. Or Aleph actually tells a story when he was a rabbi in Miami, that he, there was a, a, a fellow, an older fellow, who used to drive an hour and a half, he was uh, from outside Miami, to come to his every Tuesday night shear, and within 30 seconds of Rabbi Leff opening his mouth, the guy was asleep. He, and the guy would sleep the entire shear, and then as Rabbi Leff finished, he would wake up and drive home. She was like, what, why was the guy traveling three hours to fall asleep my shear? He says, he must be such a serious insomniac that the, I'm the only person who can put him to sleep, so he's so desperate for uh, like an hour of sleep, he comes to my shear, and he falls asleep. But, okay, enough, uh, en- enough jokes. Um, this is a very interesting topic, sleep in general, in the, certainly in the, in the medical world, in the psychological world, and in the halakhic world too. There is, as I was doing some research and speaking to the Rav about what we should speak about, there's a number of topics that come up in sleep. We're definitely not going to get to all of them today. Um, but maybe just on the top of your head, I came up with uh, about 18 sleep-related halakhic topics. Can anyone on the top of their head think... What are some halachas that are, that are governing sleep? Yeah, uh, then to the question of sleeping on your on your back or right. your front. Good. Yeah. Uh, good question of uh, let's say you fall asleep in the middle of a meal. Is there a, a brachas issue when you wake up in the same meal? Uh, then there might be an issue even how much you're supposed to sleep. You know, Mitchell oh, right. right. Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos time. Does that give different gedar? Right. Excellent. Th- th- those are some great topics. And and we also have any ideas. And the other uh, topics in sleep. Gezel Shaina, right? This, this is fascinating. Gezel Shaina. We're not going to speak about everything, but Gezel Shaina is one of those things that, that kids know from a very young age, despite the fact that the word Gezel Shaina does not appear in the Gemara or the Rishonim or the Achreinim or, or really anywhere. It, it's something that, you know, people speak about Hezek Shaina, but not the idea of Gezel Shaina is uh, it's something that is on many people's minds, or hopefully, but uh, it's not not actually used that term. But yes, we're, that is a topic in Allah. Um I'll just share a, a few others. So um, there's a question of whether one is allowed to sleep alone. That, that's a question. Um, there's a question, as, uh, as was pointed out, the position of how you sleep. There's also a halakha question about the way you should position your beds, east to west, north to south. That's a different question. Um, the brach of hamapil is uh, quite a large thing in halakha. Uh, <coughs> sleeping pills, especially as they relate to Shabbos, is one allowed to take sleeping pills on Shabbos. Um, Yichud has many halakhic issues in regards to sleep, like... 
you know, what time do people go to sleep? If people are sleeping during the day, does that make a showing room? Could they wake up? Can a chassan and kala sleep in the same house? There's a lot of interesting yichud questions in regards to sleep. Um, we spoke about napping, napping on Shabbos, napping on Rosh Hashanah, napping as it relates to brachas. Do I need a new birkat Torah when I wake up from a three-hour nap? These are all um, interesting questions. Uh, let's say one, one's personal obligation when they're sleeping. Let's say somebody is sleeping. Are they chayiv in mitzvahs? Do I have to wake them up to perform a mitzvah? What happens if they damage something when they sleep? Okay, these are all kind of, kind of questions. Um, uh, interesting question about Basra Vachalov in terms of uh, if one, let's say, has meat and then they take a, a three-hour nap, are they permitted now to, to have milk? Does that, like, double, double metabolize the meat in their, in their teeth? There are some shitas like that. So I asked the Ruff for his, uh, his psak about how long your nap would have to be in order to enjoy your coffee when you wake up. Um, sleeping before a mitzvah. Let's say, you know, Kriyas Megillah is in an hour. Am I allowed to take a nap at this point or something like that? How much sleep, as was mentioned, sleeping in the sukkah, sleeping in the shul, sleeping in the base medrash, um, the harchakas in terms of nida, uh, you know, that's another big topic. Um, and lastly, in terms of, like, can you count a sleeping person for minya? Let's say you have a minion mitzvah, there's ten guys there, and, and the, the, the tenth guy is, is shulfing in the back. Does he misar to the minion? Okay? These are just some of the, um, some of the topics. Now, it's fascinating. The Ramban, uh, in, uh, in, in his commentary on the Torah, describes that when the Pasuk says, who looks at the world, that is very good, the Ramban says, what is toiv ma'ayin? What is very good, this amazing thing in creation? The Ramban brings the Medrash that is going on sleep. He says the, the advent of sleep, the fact that we have the ability to sleep, is toiv ma'ayin. says the Ramban, you know, the world is so, uh, can be overwhelming when you're sleep deprived. You go to bed, you get a few hours of sleep, you wake up, you have a clarity, you have a, a, a clarity in learning, you're able to perform mitzvahs much better. So says the Ramban, toiv ma'ayin can be nichlal in sleep as well. So we're definitely, as we said, there's a lot of topics on halacha. We're definitely not going to get into everything tonight. Maybe we'll have a 10-part series on all of the halachas of sleep. But today I wanted to speak about two specific issues, and those issues, um, not only are they fascinating halacha, but they're fascinating how they relate to mental health. I'm a sleep coach. I deal with people who have sleep issues, and these topics that I'm going to bring up today are not only topics that are negate to everybody, but also we're going to see specifically to people who do struggle with insomnia how these topics come out. So one of the shilas um, that we mentioned is about, is one allowed to take sleeping pills on Shabbos? Okay, that's a straight enough forward question. What would you say? Is one allowed to take a sleeping pill on Shabbos? I would think yes. Why? I would, it seems to me that it wouldn't, wouldn't really be part of refuah. there are some people that can't sleep, right. that, that, and they usually don't make it past 30 or whatever because they, they can't sleep. A sleeping pill is not going to cause them to go to sleep anyway. 
there is a condition called chronic fatal insomnia. Yeah. It's incredibly rare. Like, there's been like 50 documented cases in the world, you know? So it's incredibly rare. The vast majority of people, the millions of people who suffer from insomnia, are not those kind of people. Um, and generally, sleeping pills do help. Now, again, y y yes and no. Some people don't do and don't react. But let's assume, for argument's sake, that a sleeping pill would help a person. This person can't sleep without a sleeping pill, um, but a sleeping pill does help them get sleep. Right? Are they allowed to take such a thing on, on Shabbos? Okay, so let's um, let's go through just uh, speak and learning for a minute in terms of the sugya. So the the mission on Shabbos says that the the dini refua medicine on Shabbos is going to be aser, and the Gemara says it's alz teichin because certainly in, uh, in antiquity, if you wanted to create medicine, you used to grind up herbs, and that grinding of this, uh, you know, something from Gedulei Karka would be the Isser of Teichen. And therefore, the Gezeira is, even if you have pre-made medicine, lest you come and actually grind it, the, the Chazal decreed that you're not allowed to, uh, you're not allowed to, to take any pills on Shabbos, lest you come and grind them. Now, the obvious question is, well, we don't really grind pills. I mean, I don't know anybody that, that grinds pills. Um, it, it's something that's... Uh, uh, we go to the store, you buy uh, an Advil, you buy a this or that, you order these things on Amazon, they, they come pre, pre-made. It's not Shayach. We wouldn't even know how to begin to grind our own pills. So would we say that the Tam is bottle and therefore the Gezeira is bottle or not? So the Rambam says that in Echanami, the Tam is bottle. The reason does not apply, even in the Rambam's time, you know, 800 years ago, still people were not grinding their own pills. This is something that goes back to the Hems of Chazal. But, says the Rambam, we have a principle that we're not allowed to be Iker, you're not allowed to undo a Gezeira that Chazal made unless you have a based in Gadol B'chachmo B'minyan. And therefore, says the Rambam, the Tam does not apply, but what can we do? We can't uproot the Gezeira, and therefore the Gezeira sticks, and therefore we have to keep it. Yes? What about gel caps? What about gel cups? You know, there's no grinding. Right, yeah. I, I don't know with, with grinding, when they make a, a regular uh, you know, pill, uh, and they ground no, up they anything. Ground, they ground it somehow. Right, well, I, I think in the gel caps, too, you know, they, they, there's, there's, materials are ground, you know, the gelatin and things like that. You know, it's another question, which we're not going to get into. Okay. Right, but there are ground materials in there. I don't know if the poiskim would differentiate. Once there's a loy plug on tablets... You know, I don't know if there's a differentiation between, you know, soft caps, gel caps, you know, hard tablets or whatever it is. But we're, we're going to see some more details as it comes out. So the Tzitz Eliezer says, very interesting, he says he's not so convinced like the Rambam that this clearly doesn't apply. And, you know, interesting, the Tzitz Eliezer became kind of famous for his dealing with medical shilas. He was, uh, he was, he had a shul opposite the old Sharetz Hedek Hospital. So it happened to be that, you know, doctors would, like, you know, go across the road to his minion, um, and, like, they asked him a lot of Shilohs, and therefore he, uh, you know, started getting involved in a lot of Hilchas Rafua and says that to Eliezer, he says sometimes people do make home remedies, right? It's not so uncommon, and I say just even from the Metzias, you kind of see a little bit more of a trend trending towards that direction of making things at home. People are more into natural products. Um, in fact, I was... Uh, I was speaking to a client of mine about the, again, I don't want to get into the medical details of uh, hormone replacement therapy. And she had a kind of a more natural doctor that says you should get on progesterone, which is a female replacement hormone, but don't buy the regular stuff in the pharmacy. Go to this specialty pharmacy that's going to grind it on site fresh for you and have it at home, home deliver. It's like 10 times the price because she felt that that was, okay, so, so whether it's, uh, you know, people making in a pharmacy or we see that there's a musag of 
freshly ground stuff, not just in a factory somewhere, that people are getting into ground stuff. And says the Tzitzit <coughs> even though it's not common, the Tom still would apply, and that's why the Gezeira, uh, the Gezeira applies. Now, there's a, there's a tricky Hagdara, because the, the Mishnah speaks about... Um, different types, or sorry, the, the Gemara's application will come out in different types of cases. So, generally things are Asr al-Srafua, but let's say something is a Michael Briam. Let's say someone, you know, uh, your grandmother's penicillin was chicken soup. Right? <laughs> now, chicken soup is a Michael Briam. You know, hot tea. It's a way of normal people that they eat such a thing. Let's say a question by hand cream. Uh, aside from the memorech of smoothing the cream, which is a different shayla, but a hand cream, you know, putting on moisturizer is a mysobrium. It's not inherently something that sick people do or if you have a skin condition. It's a normal thing. On every office desk there's hand cream. People are having tea. People are having hot soup, whether they're sick or not. And therefore, let's say you would have a cold and, you know, it happened to be that uh, chicken soup would help you better, it would clear up your airways, it would just, you know, m- make you feel a little bit more gishmak. You would be allowed to have chicken soup, despite the fact that you're doing it for refuah, because it's a maizabrim, because it's a healthy thing. So, um, th- that would be one, so to say, tzad, that if it's a completely normal activity. On the flip side, um, if one is so sick that he would be considered a chayla, she'en bay sakana, there's a meichosh pa'alma, a meichosh pa'alma just, I feel shvach, I, I don't feel well, I, I'm weak, I'm not completely, you know, decapitated, no, this, incapacitated, thank you, I'm English, but I'm not completely incapacitated, I'm just feeling shvach, that would be, the meichosh pa'alma, would be where the prohibition of pills would, would happen, if a person rose up to the level of a chayla she'ein boy sakana, vada if it's a yesh sakana, even a, a, a suffix sakana, for sure, you know, we would even violate derisa for that, but for a ein boy sakana, we would be allowed to take pills. Now exactly, I mean, that's a hard get there. You know, let's say you have a pounding headache. Uh, are you, are you a mechush ba'alma, or you a chayla she'ein boy sakana? You know, they say, do you, ha- do you have to lie down in bed? Well, maybe I'd like to lie down in bed, I don't have the opportunity, because I gotta do that, I don't know, so it's a, it's a hard gather to make. Um, but we see that the poiskim more magged that. So if you're sick enough, i.e. achayla she'in boisakana, indeed you would be allowed to take to take pills. So in terms of vitamins, let's say stam vitamin C. A person takes vitamin C every day. So Rav Salvechik paskin that indeed that's a mycebrium. Many people take vitamins as a preventative measure, and therefore even if you're taking it because you're sick and you want to you know boost up your immune system, says Rav Salvechik such a thing would be mutter. As opposed to Rav Shlomo Zaman Arbach would help no. No, he says that is vitamins are pills, and we're, we don't make we don't make a, we're like plug right. Chazal said no pills on Shabbos. I don't care why you're doing it. Chicken soup is not a pill. Chicken soup is not a refuah itself. A pill says Rav Shlomo Zaman is a like plug. We don't differentiate between pills that are preventative, pills that are therapeutic. Says Rav Shlomo Zaman, uh, no vitamins. So if it's not a pill, and, and I've seen people use this um, as they don't want to use salt, so they have in their salt shaker powdered vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but it is a powder, and you know, but but they're using it for seasoning more so than you know, like get vitamins. Yeah, I, I guess that if it does, mamish have a town that would be closer to a mycebrium, and like like they make these. Um, you know, like uh, emergency, uh, you know, like juice drinks, you know, or, or, or something like that, where you put this powder in a drink and you're making yeah. a drink. So, 
Okay, in a chlamid, most healthy people don't drink those things, but it has a little fizz and a taste. It tastes like orange or whatever. Um, that will, I, I believe, you know, you know, speak to the Rav about your uh, final psaac, but that does sound more like Maizabriam, as opposed to a pill, which is something that's, you know, was miyuchad in the Takana of, of Chazal. So Rav Moshe has kind of an interest in, in, in between shot uh, in terms of vitamins. He says, if you're taking the vitamin C because you're shvilling shvach and you want to boost your immune system or whatever vitamin, then he will, that is Rafua, and then vitamins would be forbidden. But if it's purely preventative, you just take the vitamin C every morning without thinking about it, no matter how you're feeling, then Rav Moshe would say, in such a case, if you're feeling fine, then such a thing would be permissible. So he's kind of machalik that for some people, vitamins would be mutter, for other people, vitamins would be asher. And this is just in terms of, of the vitamin child. But let's kind of get into how this would apply um, to, to sleeping pills. And w- what I find fascinating here is this really kind of forces us to confront what is insomnia. A person can't sleep. Is that a mechlish ba'alma? Is that just, uh, you know, I, I, I feel, uh, you know, shvach because I can't sleep? Is that a physical issue? Is that a mental health issue? Like, what exactly is this? And this is Maisim Akol Yom. I deal with this with my clients. And Elu Elu, you know, sometimes it, it, there's different Gadarim. And you can have a person that, let's say, doesn't sleep well. Okay, let's say they're up every two hours. But if they take a sleeping pill, then they sleep, you know, eight hours through the night and they wake up refreshed. So one could argue that would be a mechush palma, right? Okay, you know, they, if they don't take a sleeping pill, they sleep not so well. If they take a sleeping pill, they sleep better, and they wake up more refreshed. That sounds more like a mechush palma versus you can have somebody who mamish, uh, you know, is struggling. Generally, the most common thing I see is people with high levels of anxiety, and oftentimes the anxiety then stems around sleep. And you can have people that are mamish up for days. I dealt with a client this week. She was up for four days in a row. Yeah. Is that real, or do they imagine it and actually... That is a great question. Um, there is such a thing called paradoxical insomnia, where people, um, they, they think that they're not sleeping, but they're actually sleeping. Uh, you have people who have paradoxical insomnia, and then you have people who are mamashah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 sometimes... So it's a halacha, right? Chazal said a person can't sleep for three, three, three days, days, right? That's another. Right. right. Right, and and I cannot be whether uh, you know that was Roy Bnei Adam, you know, in, in terms of the Messias. Yeah, and I cannot be. These are these are, are interesting questions. Did the person you know sleep for as for as this? Document, and, the people slept, not slept for three days or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. When do they take the pill though? They're not taking when they are a chola. It's before, beforehand. Right, right. Unless yeah, so they're so, feeling that strongly enough right now. They're so distressed about it that because of the future is that called the cholab right now yeah that, that's a good question if someone let, let's say someone has a condition that they can't fall asleep without a sleeping pill before they start sleeping now it's 10 o'clock at night they're going to go to sleep at 11 right now are they a chayla or is it preventative I don't want to not fall asleep so let me take this in order that you know I'm, I'm able to fall asleep and the poiskim um, indeed deal with this so the tzitz Eliezer says that sleeping pills are usher Right, it's not a sakana to make chushpalma. Right, it's uh, yeah, not not fun not to sleep, you know. But uh, we we we've been there, we've been there. Shavuos, you pulled an all nighter, you know. It's uh, and says 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 Eliezer, it is aser. Um, Rishlomas Arbach actually says that it's not a medicine because it's not an illness. 
He also, it's not a, not a physical thing. Generally, like I said, it's stress, it's anxiety, it's, it's whatever it is. And, but not being able to sleep is not an illness that requires a refua. So it says, um, Rishlom Zalman, that it's not a medicine, it's not an illness. And he's also mechalic over here. Remember we spoke about the gather between these two different categories. On one hand, we have mechash ba'alma, like a unfeeling shvach. And then we have a chayla, shein bo'sakano, like mamash illness. Rishlom Zalman Arbal kind of paints the middle of the road. He calls it mitztar harvey. Like, a, a lot of pain. You know, and again, it's hard to be magdir exactly where does Mitzar Harbe fit in, but says Rishlom Zalman that Mitzar Harbe is enough, and for certainly people who can't sleep at all at night, it, I would say it's more than Mitzar Harbe. Um, other Poiskim would say that the, the person who is struggling with sleep is such a great need that they fall into the category of a chayla she'in boisakana. Um, and just in dealing with clients... This kind of stems in general to, to mental health. Like, let's say someone struggles with depression or anxiety and they take, you know, antidepressant or, or anti-anxiety medication every day. Would the Poisic say, you know, don't, don't take your medicine today? Generally, I believe that for, you know, ongoing medicine like that, um, you know, if it's a significant uh, mental health, you know, risk, the person's having panic attacks or they're feeling, you know, suicidal or God forbid, you know, any of these things, um, generally the medication would be, uh, would be allowed, and certainly when I spoke to Rabbi Breidowitz, who's, who's my place for our organization in general for a lot of our shilas, um, he felt that if that insomnia certainly could rise to a great need. Again, not the kind of person that says, you know, I want to I want to sleep twelve hours on Shabbos and I'm going to take this pill in order to do so. But still, a person with a real significant issue, he felt that it would rise the person up to a sakana, a very strong mental health need, um, and therefore he he did uh, permit people to take sleeping pills. I think in- that person also be okay. Person wants to sleep twelve hours. Then- Right. Yeah. So, what was that? It's not a chayla. Yeah, he's a bari. So, I guess and a Yeah. You you would have the person who, let's say, you have the guy who sleeps shvach. He doesn't sleep well. If he doesn't sleep well, he sleeps better. So maybe you consider that he would wake up tired and grumpy. Maybe that he'd make a shvach. And a chanami. It'd be permissible. Right. Right. Vadi Yosef says it's not an illness and therefore a sleeping pill would be okay. Um, Rav Yoshev was machmir by sleeping pills. Um, like, uh, you know, a loy plug, just no, no pills. Um, Rabbi Bodner in his in, uh, halakhas of, of Rafu on Shabbos is machmir. Um, and he quotes, he quotes Rav Yoshev. Um, and so, again, everyone should should speak to the Paisic. And I, I think it is also, you have to know the mitzias of, you know, where the insomnia is coming from. And stop just to tell a insomniac that you know you're you're just not going to sleep at all on Shabbos is a very it's a very serious you know question like it really throws them off it really piques their anxiety um and so certainly you know one should to speak to a competent paisek about you know the uniqueness of the situation and indeed whether those sleeping pills are permissible okay um let's transition for a few minutes and, and speak about another topic uh, which we spoke about was uh, was hamapil right just as a survey a uh, show of hands and if you, you know you don't have to uh, honestly uh, answer here how many people say hamapil every night how many people never say hamapil how many people try sometimes to say hamapil okay so we got we, we have all, all of our bases covered it's a fascinating thing so hamapil is a bracha that one is supposed to say before sleep uh, it's brought down with the gemara brachas it's paskin by the shulchan aruch rambam the shulchan aruch the tour everyone go, goes like this and yet Despite the fact that it seems to be very, like, standard as a basic chiyov, we see that there are many people who either don't say it every night, right, or, or never say it, right? Like, where does this, uh, where does this come from? So, let's just, you know, the Gemara in Brachas says that 
we say, you know, before one goes to sleep. That's interesting because the Gemara Brachas has a slightly different girsa of, of the bracha itself, um, and some of the uh, some of the Rishonim point out that the girsa of the Gemara was added in by the Ga'inim, that this wasn't, so to say, and the one that we have is more closer to the original, but again, exactly what the Nusach is we can get into, but let's just speak about the Chiyav to say it in general. So there's a, there's a Gemara, um, so there's a, there's a Tosvos in brachas on Yura Aleph Amid Beis, and he asked the question, why don't we make a bracha when it comes to sleeping in the sukkah. Because objectively speaking, there's a higher level chiyuv of sleeping in the sukkah than eating. Right, right yeah. The, you know, you're allowed to snack, exactly what that is, speak to the rov. You're allowed to snack outside the sukkah, but you're not allowed to nap outside the sukkah. Right? Napping, now, again, why people don't sleep in the sukkah is, is, is a separate, <laughs> separate conversation for another time. But in pure halakhically speaking... Um, you know, what one would be, it's a greater chiyav. So if that's the case, if every time I have a cookie, I have to say a leishev on sukkah, why every time I'm going to sleep for eight hours, why wouldn't I say a leishev on sukkah on that? So that's Tosus's question. Anyone know? Uh, Tosus gives two answers. Anyone remember Chavin to Tosus's answer? Is it bottle to the eating? Oh, so that's Tosus's first answer, Ashrecha. He says that the achila covers it. Now, again, that's assuming the Metziahs, that you go in, you have dinner, you make uh, a Leishi Pesoka, and then afterwards, within, you know, you're not, you're not Masik, afterwards you go to bed. But, like, Lemaisim, many of us don't do that. You know, dinner is at 7 o'clock, you make the Leishi, then you go to Avi Minchamarev, and you're there, you put your bed with the other kids, you're running around, you do a Simchas Vesel Shueva, and then at 12 o'clock at night, like, everyone would hold that to Hefzik. So, in a Hanami, if the Tzir was, that the Bracha would patir the, the uh, sleeping, so fine, I understand why that, but it doesn't, it, it, certainly in our Metzias, that's not always the case, so we need another reason, and Tosos gives another reason, you know, you know what, what's that? Oh, very good, that's, that's Tosos' second answer, he says, maybe in the Sukkah you're not going to sleep, and therefore it would come out a Bracha Levatala, okay, so says the Maritz Chios, a famous Kasha, says the Maritz Chios, what about Hamapil? One second. You, Tosos, tell me that there is such a concern that we're, you're not going to be able to fall asleep and therefore it's going to be a bracha of Atala. Chazal instituted a bracha every night, B'Shem Umalchus, that you, you know, we're going to sleep. So the Maris Chiyos comes out with a fascinating Chiddush and he says that the bracha of Hamapil is not going on sleep. It's not going on my sleep. It's going on sleep in general. And this, so to say, this chidush of the Maritz Chiyos, who's disagreed with by the Mishnah Brewers, we're going to see in a second, is really the basis of a lot of the lumdus and the halachas of the bracha of Hamapil. So according to the Maritz Chiyos, it would come out that the bracha I'm making is not on my sleep, it's on sleep in general. As we see with other brachas, let's say by Pekeach Ivrim, even if a person is blind and can't see, they still make the bracha of Pekeach Ivrim because... Because the is going on that other people can see, and they're Nehana from the fact that other people can see. You know, imagine what no one can see. Okay, there we have caretakers and family that they can see, and that's a benefit for them. And therefore, says the Maritz even if I can't sleep, or I might not be able to sleep, the bracha is not going on my sleep, it's going on sleep in general. I'm glad that someone's sleeping around here, right? You know, my doctor and this and that, but someone got a good night's sleep, right? And therefore, it's a general bracha. Because it's, oh, okay, good. Right, 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 right. So the, so the Mishnah Brura says, what? 
right? You take a look at the bracha, it's all about my sleep, right? It's all in the singular language. So it says in the Mishnah Bura, it's not going on sleep in general, it's going on my sleep. And there are many nafkaminas that come out because of this. Because according to the Mishnah Bura, if it's going on my sleep, if I might not sleep, so then better not to say the bracha, and, and this is what the Mishnah Bura advises, if you're concerned you might not be able to sleep, don't say the bracha because it could be a bracha levatala. In addition, according to the sheet of the way the Mishnah Bura understands, I'm not allowed to be mafsik between the bracha and my sleep. Because one is going into the other. So don't, you know, don't say the bracha and then use the bathroom and then say yasir and then say shahakol and then talk to your wife and then do this and that and you know, half an hour later. No, no, no. Once you go to sleep, once you say the bracha, you got to go to sleep according to the Mishnah Bura. Versus according to the Maritz Chios and the Ali Rabba, and we're going to see some more Haintika Poiskim that hold like this as well, it's not going on my sleep. And a Hanabi, it's better not to be mafsik, better not to interrupt, but it's not really going on my sleep in particular. And therefore, if there's a Tzairach, let's say Ledugma, uh, you know, one says the Bracham Hamapil, and then one forgets, oh my gosh, I didn't count Sphere Soimer, or I didn't, I didn't dive in Marev, or I didn't do this or that. So according to the, the Maritz Chios, there's no Shaila. Right? There's no, no hefsek over here, right? Get up and, and dive a matter, or get up and, and, and say sphere because it wasn't going on your sleep. Now, again, the Mishnah Bura would say that's a more serious question because now you're being chayshish for the bracha levatala, then maybe the hamapil ma- is being mafsik between itself and the sleep. How would the Mishnah Bura answer the Maris's chiyos kasha against tosos? Again, tosos says that we don't sleep, we don't make a bracha in the soko because maybe I won't go to sleep. Says the Maris chiyos, right? What about hamapil? So how would the Mishnah Bura answer that up? How could Chazal institute a bracha? It, 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 sorry, why didn't they institute um, Hamapil on, uh, sorry, uh, the Leishe Basuka on, on sleeping? So it says in the Mishnah Bura that maybe in the Sukkah you're not going to sleep. Right? In the Enechanabi, right? Uh, you know, in, in a regular time there's a certain uh, Chashash, but the, the, in the Sukkah you're going to sleep worse than during the rest of the year. And therefore they assume like a lot of people can't sleep in the sukkah, and therefore he would hold that that would be an undra, undra the hair. Or so you know for yourself, you fell asleep just fine in the sukkah. What did Mishra Bura say to say Leishe then? In Lomdas, yes. Practically, probably not. You know, although... Uh, or is Shabbat Hazal didn't set it up in general because it's a common thing. So therefore, the, right. they didn't misak the brachas. Yeah, they weren't misak the brachas. One of the Right. There's, a, there's also a question in Halakha, like is the is the bracha going on the dwelling or the, it's a maisa mitzvah of living? And maybe achila is enough of a maisa mitzvah for the chalaisa bracha versus sleeping is a is, it's not a maisa, you know, it's a, it's a it's a nish maisa, you know, it's a so enechavi. The, the poskim deal with this question, but just getting back to the question of hamapil. So many other poskim disagree with the Mishnah Bura and go like the svar of the Marzchias and Eli Raba that the bracha is going on sleep in general, not necessarily my sleep. So the Tzitzeliezer, the Debetzina Rav, Ravadi Yosef all learn like that din. Um, you know, so a, a, a common situation I deal with is let's say you have. Uh, you know, a client that they they struggle with insomnia, they struggle falling asleep. Should they say the bracha of hamapil? According to the Mishnah Bura, no, or maybe never. But according to the other points, the answer is is yes. Now, there's an interesting question because it it's almost like a um, it's like an admitted admission of defeat. Let's say they always said the bracha hamapil, and then six months ago they started you know having sleep anxiety and they could and they couldn't sleep. 
So do I tell them, no, 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 you never say the Baracham Hamapil. And, and that's like almost like, to them, it's like admitting their own, like they're telling their brain, I haven't saw me, I'm not going to sleep. It becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Versus, are we soimach on the other poiskim that even if you wouldn't fall asleep, say the bracha, right? And be machazic yourself that, you know, this, the bracha is latoiva, you know, would be soimach on the other poiskim, even though in general we tend to go, you know, the poisk achron is the Mishnah Brua, certainly in the, in the Yeshiva Shevelt, but would be, in this case would be soimach on the other poiskim for this, you know, kind of more overall mental health need of being machazic themselves that they can continue to say the bracha. Again, these are just uh, interesting questions. So, um, it, you know, there's a, a, they say over the name of, uh, of, of uh, the briskarov that he would, that they never, briskers never say hamapil because the chashash of the bracha, uh, bracha would keep the person up. They would be so, you know, with the aimless that did of saying a bracha latala, that Louis Tour, I would say the bracha, that would cause the person, you know, how could you sleep at night, you know, knowing that you might say the bracha latala? Yes? I have an 80% memory. Now, there's something I saw a few years ago, and I'm pretty sure, but I'm not 100% sure of the source. I think it was one of our virtual chakras forum quoting Griftolovation, that he was, he said, he gave a terrence for why people make those who don't say it. He wanted to suggest that the uh, ones who say Baruch Hashem, you know, in, in Marif, that that in some level will be played, will take care of it, even though he himself did not say Baruch that's interesting. But uh, this is what I remember hearing or reading in his name. I don't know if, if you've seen it. Sure, yes. Yeah, I, I, I did see that quoted in the name of Rav Shachter, that we say so much other psukim, whether it be in Marif, or whether it be, you know, Kriya Shema Almita got long. You know, like there's the Shema, there's the Bokham Apio, and then there's like, Five more pages of Tzukim and Tehillim and Tefillas, and so says the chapter. There's so much Nichlal in the bracha, but the, it's it's a hard svara. You can be mastic din that in a kanabi, but we don't say that by other things. When when Chazal were metakin a bracha, we don't say yeah, we're going to use some other nusach and be and be Zion. No, we say that you have to say that nusach of, of the bracha and whatever to where that comes. So in a kanabi, that's an interesting svara, but it's hard to see how that would potter one from the bracha um, from the bracha lane. Rav Sturmach has an interesting svara, and he says that the, the bracha was specifically decreed b'chevli sheina, like in the throes of sleep as you're dozing off, that's where the bracha is, and so, people can't do it because as they're falling asleep, you can't say bracha. It, 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 again, like, what, what does that mean? Chazal decreeing a bracha in a time that people couldn't say it? Like, it, it, these are hard svaras, um, hard svaras to understand. Um, the Gemara says that Talmud uh, Chacham doesn't need a kri- say kriya shema because he doesn't need shmira, he doesn't need protection. But um, you know, again, who's to say that we are that Talmud Chacham? I think the the minog is that's by shema. That's not even my hamapil. That's simply by the by, by shema. There's an interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of uh, we'll wrap up with this. There's a shita sagra. Which is Nagea to, um, which is kind of a middle din between, let's say, the Maritzchias versus the Mishnah Bura. And the Gra says, like, by the Halakha, by Birachamates, you know, many of us put out bread, in, or little crumbs of bread, which, like, I always can't find that tenth crumb of bread. You know, where did we put it, you know? I you don't know, see the bitzel, but like, I want to put crumbs around Erevesa. But the Gra says you don't need to do that, because the Bracha of Birachamates is going on the Hishtadlus of trying, it's going on the, the searching out. And even if I would not find one crumb, it wouldn't be a bracha levatal. I don't need to put out bread. The bracha is going on the maisa mitzvah, whether I find the chametz or not. And so you could still do, you can compare that to this case, even if you don't learn like the Maritzchia that it's going on sleep in general, it's going on my sleep, but maybe according to the Gra, it's going on my effort to fall asleep. 
my sort of say Misa to fall asleep, and even if I try all night and I don't, says the Gra, it wouldn't be a brachal of Atala because it was going on the Misa itself. Right? So practically speaking, I, I, I believe that the proper uh, Hanhaga is indeed to say the bracha, um, but certainly if one uh, you know, seriously has a chashash, but they're going to fall asleep and they want to be chashash for the sheath of Mishabura, um, certainly there's, uh, you know, there, there's what to understand. Uh, I'll finish off with this. It's fascinating. The Gemara in Brachas, which quotes their version of a bracha mapiel, it's, uh, it's a lot more detailed. It's almost like a whole, a whole mission statement. Right? So he says, uh, right, you uh, have sleep and slumber on my eyelids. You illuminate the pupil of the eye. And then he goes on this whole, you know, it's like this whole thing. What does that mean? I give my portion of the Torah now while I'm falling asleep? So there's. I heard two beautiful pshatim, one's more litvish and one's more chassidish, I'll, I'll share both. The litvish approach is that we shouldn't think that sleep is merely a waste of time. The same way the Rambam says that anything, even a, a secular activity, that you do l'shem shemayim, whether it be eating or exercising or sleeping, he says you can be mekadish that a Kodesh Baruch Hu, this is not my bittel Torah. Whether you learn like the Rambam's eight hours or the you know other uh, Rishonim say six hours or the it's not the beer the the bear hate says lemaisa it depends on the mensh right how much sleep do you need not to oversleep not to undersleep how much sleep practically do you need but says um, according to the Rambam. However much sleep you're getting, that can be a chilek of your hachana for Tyra. I'm doing this, Akadosh Baruch Hu, not to stop waste time, but in order to wake up refreshed, that I can get up and learn with clarity and with, uh, with, with Hasmada. Um, the, the Hasidish Pshad is that according to the Arizal, the Arizal holds that the, the full chilek of our Tyra can't be grasped during the day. That during the day, we're using our seichel, we're using our intellect, to be able to understand um, the, you know, the, the, the Taras Negla, the Torah that was revealed, but he says there's a much higher level of Torah that only when you're sleeping, your neshama is fully able to access. So as we go to sleep, we say the concept of give me my sleep Torah, give me the Torah that's on that level that only my neshama who goes up to Shemayim can be able to access. If you're the Arizal, you know what that means. If you're not, uh, you know, I guess each one of us, you know, they say the, the review, Yosef Karo used to have a malach, he used to come teach him Torah, the Magad Me'asharim, um, he used to say that the, the gra. Was, uh, was offered by a malach uh, to, to be given Zadim. One time he woke up and he had 2,260 uh, perushim on one pasuk, but the Grah Davin that the malach should not teach him Taira um, because he felt that it wasn't, it, it was a ganai to have Taira as a gift. The Taira comes through a malus and he didn't want to get any of his Taira as a free gift. Again, these are discussions beyond the, uh, the scope of my, uh, of my area of expertise. One can Davin that the malachim don't give him Taira or do give him Taira as a machlik is the reason on the Grah. We'll ask the Rav to pask in that one. Um, but in Mitzvah everyone should sleep well, uh, fulfill all the, all the Mitzvahs Kedurai, uh, and have a beautiful Erev Shabbos. Yeah. Yeah.